morning for Rosh Hashanah. I'm Gimel Amadala. Um, we saw yesterday the first test of the Rav Malachis, what's called the Tzidur of the Path, based on the Shitta of the Roshayim who learned that this is made, this is uh, how you make bread. The truth is, even if you don't go with that, that Shitta, because it concludes okay, baking, baking is obviously to do with bread. These are the 11 losses which I needed from the sowing of the wheat all the way through to the baking of the bread. Now let's continue on from Hagezeh. Now we'll see the next step of 13, which are to do with the losses needed in order to make the, to make the, uh, the cloths for the Mishkan, the, which cover the Mishkan. So we start with Hagezeh Zesatzena, somebody who shears the wool. That's pretty straightforward, right? It goes to the sheep goats, whichever one it is, depending on what, what exactly you're making, and he shears the wool from the animal. Then he is malabin. Now malabin, Rashi learns, is you wash it. You wash it in the, uh, in the, in the river. There is a girsa which says hamalabin, which is not makhabasabin. Rashi, if you look at Rashi, Rashi says hakezi semer. The whole Sha'a Malafis, Shaki, Bistamish, Hamalak, Tamish, and all the other Malafis, which we're going to listen to in the next 13 or 12 after this, are Shaykh with the Temer of the Malafis Tamishka. Right? With the making of the wool. Hamalabinoi, Mechabasa bin Nahor. He washes it in the river. The Izigus, which is Mechabasa bin Nether, which is to wash it with nitro. What they do is they take a tub, and this thing, very much helped by Meister Urik. That is, uh, Dijkovitsky's, uh, very unique paper on these malafas to do with weaving and the, the process, as we're going to see it. So, you take, um, this netter, which is nitra, uh, and that basically acts as a detergent to get rid of all the grease, etc. Okay? Um, but, there is, because take this, this will help it to absorb the dye at a later stage. There is a shit of the Rambam. The Rambam apparently learns that wool is, if you ever seen wool, is not naturally white. Wool is not naturally white. So they want to bleach it. So what they would do is, whilst it's still wet, they put it in an airtight chamber and burn sulfur. Now what happens is, the sulfur fumes combined with the oxygen in the air, to form sulfur dioxide. Can you chemistry uh, right? That's right. SO2, right? That then will combine with the water, the water in the in the wool, because it's wet, and what's that? And you get sulfuric acid, H2SO4. Um, actually, H2SO4. Well, it first, first, actually, it, no. It first, it first forms H2SO3. That's right, sulfuric acid which whitens the wall by drawing out the oxygen elements out of it, which then forms H2SO4, yeah. right, the sulfuric acid, right? That's the shit of, of, that's the bleaching. There's then sort of carbonization, which is apparently when, when the piece has got uh, a lot of vegetable matter in it, uh, plant stalks and, uh, and all these sort of entangled in its fibres, so again, they can, they can remove it, so I'm plucking it all out one by one, but they do is they can do it by a process called carbonization. And uh, what they do is they put it in the sulfuric acid, steep it in sulfuric acid. That uh, doesn't harm the wool, but it will obviously be acidic. It will disintegrate all the uh, smaller uh, 
Twitter and birds and these sort of things, exactly. And, um, and the larger ones have become so brittle that when you feed them, it's called William, W I L Y, they take a stick basically. It's actually E Y, like William. Yeah? Um, then they'll crush them to powder, um, yeah? So, um, so what's going to happen is, when you do the bleaching, it will, uh, as you said, it will actually form the sulfuric acid, which will bleach the wool, and at the same time, because it's now steeped in sulfuric acid, it's going to clean up the, get, get rid of all these bigger, all these other twigs, etc., etc. That's, that's that okay? So that's the two different shitters in Malabi, okay? But we'll see that so Malabi effectively is clean. It's different shitters exactly what Malabi was in the process. The next is the Hamanapitoi. Okay, so you've got Jose, then Malabi, and then Manapi. What is Manapi? So, Rashi learns, Manapi, Manapi says, Rashi says, Hamanapitoi is Karakir Balad, which means picking. What you do is you take the wool, and the wool, as it is, it's all entangled. You won't be able to, if you want to try and make it, when you spin it, you'll, you'll get a very, very uneven, very uneven um, thread. Yeah, because it's all entangled, it's not possible to be thick anymore. Not, so you do is you pick it, you literally go like this. You've seen, you've seen it done. And it gradually, gradually, what you'll find is, that's picking. Yeah? You pick it like that. That's the, the uh, picking. And it's basically, it breaks up the thick lumps and um, even uh, states, which are, uh, yeah, that's the, and it also frees any trapped dirt. And then you'll be able to spin it. Okay? Um, There is a shitter of the Ramam, the Ramam learns it's the William, which I mentioned beforehand. Okay, that's the being beaten with the rod. Um, the idea of that is it crushes any brittle matter, beats out any sand and <coughs> other stuff, um, any solid matter. The kids that that's the act of willing, and again you'll get from that to that. Okay, that's the shitter of the Ramam, there is a third shitter. And that is the Shetra the Ma'iri, which lands at the, the carving, which we've discussed, and I think I mentioned in the past. You basically put it on a, like, two um, things, and you, and basically, it also frees up, it breaks up all the, uh, all the fibres, which then enables, that, that's the Shua. When we talk about Shua, Tobi Venus, that's why we've mentioned it in the, thing in the past, Shua is the carving, and then there's also the Komet, that would be the combing, it's got nails on a thing there, that's the combing, but the carving is the stage before it, that's the carving. You basically put it on, a, on one card and you do this and you rub it against each other until it basically it evens out all the threads and gives you a nice soft uh, thing there, yeah? Yeah? But again, all of this is aimed at breaking up those pods, getting rid of the dirt, that's all involved in the nut. So if you're bleaching it, the obvious chemical is chlorine, so hydrochloric acid rather than sulfuric acid. Because they'd have been able to also break a, a, a chlorinated acid. In the bleaching process, it seems as the H the, the yeah, that's my point. Chlorine is much better for bleaching. Apparently not. 
on the wall stage. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just, uh, this, this is going to see exactly the way it was up. Um, Why it's something like that is on the earth. This is the way it's done. Yeah, he yeah, he yeah. travels, he travels uh, yeah, no, no, I'm not, not across not, the world to I'm not debating it. I don't know. Today, if you buy beach today, all you're actually buying is a variation on, on the paddock acid, I'll be able to it, but it's yeah. chlorine. Yeah, and chlorine is the is the standard beach. This is this is the bit of Yeah, fine, I'll be the same. Okay. Um, <coughs> then you've got the hard soga oi. Soga oi is the dyeing, that's pretty straightforward, right? You put it in a couple of dye, and it's uh, obviously. Yeah, at this stage now it's ready for the dyeing. It's all been broken up, got rid of all the dirt. So now, maximum cleanliness, minimum grease there, and it's ready to, from all sides, it can now. And obviously, this is the best time to dye it before you spin it. So when you spin it, then it won't be able to absorb from all sides. This is the best time to do it. Um, yeah, if you, if you, I mean, it says if you dye clothes once they've already been uh, you know, spun and laid there, what happens is over time, a different side of the thread will show, it becomes a little more spun, but you begin to see parts which haven't been uh, dyed properly. Okay? Um, If you want to know the, uh, it's, it's based, based on your shami, basically most spiders, including wool, they, they don't, he says, they have little affinity for the dyes. So what you have to do is, in order to bind the dye into the fiber, you have to add what's called uh, a mordant, M-O-R-D-A-N-T. And um, without that, basically, well, the time yeah, goes, it wouldn't have an impact. That, yeah. Well, yeah, they're just when you wash it, the, yeah. the, the dye will just go. So, so most spiders just steep in the mordant solution before the dye, before the mordant is added to the dye bar. That was the, uh, says a common one was alum, A-L-U-M, right? Take one of the mineral uh, alunite, and then uh, that, that was a popular, because that, that, that one Rashi often quotes it to alum. Alum, 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 yeah? So now we've, so we have the gozes, we've had, after the gozes, we have the, what do we do after gozes? Malabes. Right, the is Malabe, the Malabe, and then Sevea. Yeah. Next is the Hatoiba. is the spinning. Yeah. Right, you put it on your spinning. Yeah, yeah. Special, uh, right. Which is basically like a little like that. That's the spinning fork, whatever you call it. Um, basically, what it consists of is a hook at the top. What you do is that, that's where you sort of cook the, cook the, um, thread through, and then um, you've got a weight at the bottom, and this is the shaft where it's going to go around, the hook at the top, that's the wall, W-H-O-R-L, that's basically a weight which keeps, it. once you start the spinning, it just keeps going, 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 and obviously it uh, spins, and you hold this, you're holding it up here, above the, above the, um, the needle, that, well, what do you put it, yeah, the needle hook, hook, right, you're holding it there, you're holding all these little threads, which are all going through the same hook and being spun and it's going all the way around, yeah? What they actually do is 
think it's got a picture of it somewhere. Yeah. Because it gets a little tedious holding all this stuff up above. So he holds a picture of it. And you see this stick under his arm. This stick under his arm there. A rod under his arm. And that basically he can wrap lots of the, uh, the threads, the, the, the fibers round. You see how it's sort of wrapped around, and then it gradually, gradually just moves, continues on and on and on. Yeah, can you see that? That rod there, what we refer to in Asia Chayel, when we say, what's the word? Um, kisha. It's called a Kisha. Do we say in Asia Chayel? Yeah, what do we say? Microbase. I've said for 13 hours, fine. Yeah, what, 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 what's the Russian? <coughs> no, no, the Right, it's a process of how you set it up, you set it up and then you transfer it onto the room, but the kit is called Mesa. 
That's Shetty. Then the Ho'ita Shetay Botinin. Somebody who makes two eyes. Two eyes of the uh, heather eyes, whatever you call them. And basically, what that is, that process is. Yeah? 
Um, according to Rashi, however, it's the part you pass two threads through. It's not making the the, the uh, botanier. And I possibly should say instead of Ose botanier, since perhaps should say Ose Bishte botanier. He makes inside two. Uh, so Rashi learns it's the passing through of the two. Yeah? Okay? That's the stage after the, the mesa. Mesa is you set up. You know, they take the thread and they set up the chassis back this way, that way. You know, you set it all up. And then, the next stage is you start passing it through the headers, through these, whatever you call these, like the harnesses, right? And that is called Aisesh Tepotinu. Next stage is obviously, you're now ready to start weaving. Somebody who weaves, how many threads? Two threads. Obviously, if you've got less than two threads, what's going to happen? Gonna, you can't, can't weave without two threads, can you? You're going to do up, and then what? Back. Come straight out. You just go round and round. You have to have two threads. Go up, yeah. and back. You can, two threads is the minimum. Now, Pritzia, there are quite a few shifts of what Pritzia are. What it is, I should say. Rashi, as it sounds like, um, Rashi, let's, uh, let's read Rashi, in fact. Well, to Hamita, Rashi says, what's Mita? It's Urde. Uh, it's a of order, right? In Mita, you set it all up. That's the setting up of the walk thread, the Shetty. What he needed is Litsus. That he places two threads in the base near. Right? I think there were different ways of doing it. I think sometimes what they did was they put one thread through the little eye, there, the little loop in the middle, and the other one they sit on top. There's two different ways of doing it. That could also be you put two threads in. The shearing, the, the, the cleaning, the bleaching, whatever it is. The chudu inos matai shear on the kamon perek oire. The shear for all of them will be explained later on in perek oire. Because you may have noticed, here we've been given a shear. Oise shtei botinim. Yeah? So Rashi says, wait a second, why not go to Malabin hasn't told us how much you have to do of that. So don't worry, that will all be explained later on. Correct? Yeah? Hapitzea, what is Pitzea? Menatik, to break it, to cut. For Omen, sometimes she is Bishne Chutin, Yutimidai. In two threads, there's too much. Umenatik means he breaks off from them, Umakishan, and he thins them down, she weakens them, the Torah, according to what is necessary. The Hadi Kuru, the Nesach, the Elo, all these from Nesach and onwards, all the way to the Keshe Matish, Shaykh of the Ereas, all Shaykh making the Ereas in the Mishkan, um, right, the covering, look, I'm on the fire sheet, I want to explain my Keshe and my Matish, or what Keshe and Matish was in that making. Sorry, what were you going to ask? Is it too thick or too long? Oh, so, it sounds to me, Maklish, sounds like it's too thick. Yeah. Because remember, when, when no, you no, spin, if you try and spin, as he always points, when you try and spin, Unless you know how to do it, you end up, some of it ends, because you've got to get the right tension. And the tension generally changes. Especially if you're doing it by hand, without, without the weight, without that wall. Yeah. So therefore you get a bit which is a bit thicker, a bit thinner, a bit thinner. 
and uh, then you may have to take off a little bit in order because otherwise the threads don't pack together closely enough because they've got bubbles and so that's the way I at least I will understand it say according to Rashi there are quite a few other I think that's the way some, one, one uh, I think the Marashal explains Rashi right it's getting trimming away the irregularities yeah yeah getting rid of the lumps like that, that would impede also the passing through the shuttle and things like that there are quite a few other shots in. Um, for example, according to the run, the run, and uh, he's, not, he's not the only one, others learn like this as well, is if a thread snaps, so if you want to rejoin it, what you do is, at the end, the two broken parts, what you do is you unravel it a little bit, unravel it a little bit on the other one, then you put them together and you spin it, then you spin them together. Yeah, you twine them together. You first have to unravel them a little bit to get them into a, to lock into each other. That's called Pitiyashnikhus. You unravel the two threads. That's called Pitiyashnikhus. That's the shitter of the rub. Um, there is a shitter of the derived from the gone. They say it's very simple. It's when you've woven a complete, like a, a whole uh, piece of material, you then cut it off. That's called Pitiyashnikhus. You snap off two threads. Yeah? Obviously, if you want to take a fold material, you have to do more than two threads. So that's the, uh, yeah, when you cut two warp threads, the chassis, that's already, is, um, is already, uh, in a lot of The mighty, you should know what they would normally do is, you see here, there's a beam at the other end. He's sitting this end, you've got a beam at this end, and what you do is, every time you complete the piece of cloth, instead of having cut off and you destroy it, what you do is you wrap it around here. That's actually, sorry, other way around. He, do, he does it here. He, the, the, the warp, the chassis, you don't just do the length of the thing, because otherwise you'd be there, you have to cut it and start again. So what you do is you wrap it around, the chassis is wrapped around the beam at the far end. And when you've woven the whole, the whole uh, piece in front of you, then you, then you roll this beam towards you, whatever it's called, the craven, whatever it is, and the material which you've woven is now wrapped around that, rolled up there. And at this end, you start unraveling and you get a new thing of chassis there, ready to weave. Yeah? And again, in modern day uh, things, it's done obviously on a much bigger scale. That's basically the way it's done. Otherwise, you're cutting every bit and then you have to start again. You have to then stitch them together. Yeah, it's not very practical. Yeah, is that good? But, the, but basically, the detaching is called pitsayah. Um, according to the Tosus Rid, um, if you got slack, yeah, because the warp was he said was, was falsely wound onto the onto one of those beams. So what you can do is, what do you do? If you find, you know, you've got a bolt, you know, like a, a thread which is sticking out. What do you do? You cut it, and the two ends then tie it. Yeah. In other words, one of the threads is too loose. Bang in the middle, so you cut them, take out the little bits which is the, the extra bit, and then tie it together. That makes sense? Sim- similar sort of idea to the run, the run somehow when it snaps, then you. Um, according to the run run, there's a run that's an important one to know as well, they're all important, it's uh, just the opposite of Eirig. Eirig is weaving. Pesea is unweaving two threads. 
obviously first on structure first, otherwise it would, it would be McCarthy. Yeah? Whether that's by removing a bit of the weft from the wall, or vice versa. Okay? Um, Okay, that, I think that, that was the, 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 the mug in Mishnah, the way he understands Rashi is slightly different, but the, 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 the way the Maharshal understands it, that's the, the, way we, the way we explain Rashi. That's Pegtea. Next one is Hakosha the Hamasit. Somebody who ties a knot, or somebody who unties a knot. Yeah? Matter, you untie a knot. Is that only if you're untying it in order to tie a knot? You know, a lot of these malafes, so for example, stasis, we're going to see. Stasis, you demolish in order to build. Otherwise, you're not tired. Yeah. No faith. Is that a lot less though? Yeah, not, not necessarily for much of that, because by untying it, you're creating something that you can then utilize. You can also have a bit of other things as well. So you look at Tosus, Hakosha Vahamatev. Soroch Ian says Tosus. He mechaya b'matev shalav not letishav. Tosus is not sure about it. Whether a person is chaya b'matev when he's not planning to, when he's not doing it for the sake of it, Tosus is not sure about it. When he's not planning to tie it up again. Eloi or not. When we delay Tony Day, and the value we don't teach in the Mishnah, because it's only Mosley Kamanos Lichter, it doesn't say Hatosher or Hamatya Amanos Lichter or something like that. In the Dakti, you can't prove anything. Dolphin Ami looks at Tony Sosa Amanos Lichter, it doesn't say in the Mishnah it's got to be Sosa Amanos Lichter. Even though, the pair of Bame Malikim, Amin on the head, we said explicitly, but it's the Bain on Sosa Amanos Lichter. We said that explicitly, it's got to be demolishing for the purpose of building. But the Pimasha Pirish Rashi be Gemara, points to what Rashi is going to explain in the Gemara. The Mishamide three kitre ba'adi azodi. Rashi says if you've got two knots, which basically your two threads, you've got two knots, and the two knots hit up against one another, they come parallel with one another. So what's going to happen? The threads can't, you're going to end up with a gap, because they can't pack closely at that point. So what do you do? He says what you would do is, Shnei Chutin says it there, Shori Chad, you untie one, umeniachad, and leave one. Mashma, that's mashma, to mechaye below amonos liksha. Because the one you're untying, you're not planning to tie up. You get rid of the knots, effectively. So it's massive. That's the sugi there, you're not tying up again. Okay? The lotion caught out of mashma kapirusha, but that lotion. Kotar doesn't sound like like uh, like the, 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 way, the way he explains it. We'll see about the chem when we get to the Gemara. It's not, it's not how, but the hit, the way Rashi explains it is you get rid of one knot. You're not going to tie it up again. But on the other hand, so according to that, it sounds like it's even Shalayam knot lecture. On the other hand, the Roshan Kot doesn't fit with his Pirish. Our Rabbeinu Chananel Pirish, the Chaim Mashma B'Yishami, he says his Mashma B'Yishami, when, a, when a, a thread snaps in two places, 
Beniksha, um, and it's been tied, in other words, it's been tied in two places. What they would do is, Martina based like Shorin, they'd undo, undo the two knots, and Martina the put time so they get rid of that middle piece of string, the chose in the cushion, Shayarosh's devil said, and tie the two ends to one another, and then you end up with one knot instead of two knots. Yeah? They better cash out. But if he's there, according to this, Mashman has a boy, Matan, and not lecture. Mashman, you need. Because there, you're untying in order to tie in the end. You get rid of two knots and then tie one knot. Well, they don't tell me, they've been the face, they've been prepared a face. If you're wondering, so why don't we say Matan, and not lecture? And why don't we say Sotan, and not lecture? That we've already explained in prepared a face. Everyone remembers that the very impressed thing on does. And that was, Sotan says over there, that we don't, we, we, the only reason we say it in any of the Malachas here is because we want to tell you the Shia. For example, Moshe Kamenos Lifto, we want to tell, tell you Moshe Kamenos Lifto, Shteosius. I want to tell you how much Moshe you've got to do, or how much Moshe you have to do, and you've got to erase enough space to be able to write two letters. So hence we write, Moshe Kamenos Lifto, Shteosius. Yeah? But the did of Amanos Lifted, Amanos Lifted, that, that, that we don't need to tell you. So, we've got a whatever the reason may be. So, the kit that Tosus says, they're not quite sure whether it's got to be Amanos Lifted or not. We'll leave it for the time being. In some sense, from Rashi, it sounds a little like perhaps not. And the Rabbeinu Kanala, it sounds a little like, yeah. And Zoshem, we'll see more, more about that. That's Hakosheva Hamatit. Then you've got the Hatoyfer Shtetfiris, somebody who stitches, makes two stitches. Okay. Then you've got Hakireya Amanos Litfer Shtetfiris, somebody who tears in order to make two stitches. And the Gemara will explain where that was basically what happened was if you get a hole, you get a hole in your whatever it is, a hole is very often is round. I'll tear the hole. So how are you going to sew that? If you sew that, it looks very unkempt because it's uh, all scrunched up. So what you do is, you've got a round hole, you make a slit up, and you make a slit down. Yeah? And then, you put it, you put it, and then you stitch it up again. And the effect is, if you've got a round hole, so what you do is, then you stitch it up, you'll find that hole sort of merges in. Because otherwise, if you've just got a hole, how are you going to stitch it? You run the thread, scrunch it up, and it looks very... But if you make a slip up and a slip down, that's the korea. You tear it up, you tear it down, and then you can sort of put it tight, you put it all together. You'll find that hole sort of comes together in a nicer, in a nicer way. That's Kirea Almanot in order to be Tevishtetsvirus. Yeah, that's the end of the 13 Malachos with regards to the making of the Uliyas. Okay? Um, if you look at Rashi there, you've got the Tefer of the Kirea, the Uliyasu, that was all in the, with the Uliyas. Almanot did for a problem, sometimes Shanekev or you've got a round hole, they the Yoka, the Tefer Yoka, you can't stitch out nicely. And in King Kerei, unless you tear it, because in the Kaisha Kumara, as the Kumara will explain, Abu Kerei, I should know this, but if a person's tearing not with intent to stitch, the Abu Mishnah, that was not done in the Mishnah. I think we've already discussed, earlier in the Sefta, 
the idea of, because you've got people, where, where the tearing is not on an Otsitva, but it's for a constructive purpose, you see, Kriya Shana on Otsitva, it wasn't done in a Shana, it's normally it's Makakil. What if it's done for a constructive purpose? You're tearing open something. Yeah? You tear something in order to make an opening. You tear it for in order to cool the person down. Arvid, it's, it's tearing for a constructive purpose. Let's sort of give ego about that. We, we, we discussed this earlier in the Zephyr, the Ramah, with the, with the Sugya Peseach Beitar Tabor. The Ramah not there, the Peseach Beitar Tabor, the Malopa there is there is Korea. Yeah? We discussed it at the time. Because the the uh the Raman Shepherd that is constructive carrier. But again perhaps we'll we'll discuss it again doesn't show when we get to Malox one by one. So those are the thirteen Malochas you've got there in the making of the Urius. Anyone do what else? Zeria, 
Yisorot, then Chorish, who will discuss why it's that way around. Chorish, right at the time, that's the first two. Then what do you do when it grows? You? Toast it, obviously, you harvest it. Then what do you do with it? Before, before you remove it, you've got to first break it up a little bit. Dosh. Thresh. Sorry, before that. Before that, before you do the threshing, you've got to do ma'ame, you've got to grab it all together. Yeah? Then you do dosh, the threshing. Then you do the zoya, throw up the wind, that's the winnowing. Then you've got to get rid of the rocks and things before you start grinding, that's the zoya. Now you're ready to start grinding it, that's taking. Yeah? Then you've got to sift it now, you've got to get rid of the bran. That's the maraki. Now you're ready, you've got, you've got your beautiful flour, you need it, that's the lot, add the water, you need it, and then paper you bake. That's 11, through the past, and then the ureus is 13. If you don't see any pattern here, you should be, but anyway, let's keep going. Next. Tatsod Tzvi. Where did they catch deer in the Mishnah? The answer is they didn't. They needed to catch the Tatash. So why did it say Tzvi? The answer is because that was more common. That's what someone's answer is. Based on the run, I think the run says it with regard to Ofer. Why did it pick on Ofer and not Bishal? The answer is although Bishal was done in the Mishnah, yeah, and they making the Mishnah when they made the dice, but Ofer was more common, was more Shkir, it picked Ofer. So to hear, that's what someone's answer based on the run. Three is just is more common people catch three than tafash. I mean, have you ever gone hunting for three? I mean, for tafash, I mean. And then again, you probably haven't gone for three either. But people hunt deer. We call that hunting deer, not hunting tafash. Tafash was only there for the Mishkan, right? So if you hunt that, you trap it. Next, what do you do to it? Hashayichate, you shaft it. Then, Rahamakshito. <coughs> What we've got now is the skins. Yeah? So we split. Then we've got to make the skins preserve it, whatever you do to it. Have also. You salt it. Then Rahama Abi to make it strong. Rahama Abi the Sayro one does the tanning process. Rahama Makako. Then you've got to get rid of any excess hair and things like that. That's for smoothing down. That's mamache. That goes together with mamache. You've got mamarea to smooth. Yeah, when it comes to putting on ointments and things like that. These are all going to be those which I'm going to speak about those. Vama cuts though. And then somebody who cuts it. That's malopo makhati. Yeah, makhati is very common. You know, if you want to make a your yogurt pot, that's a shy of makhati. When you want to break it up, it's a nice cut. Yeah? The Shaila of Machate. So that's how many? It's seven. If you look at Rashi. Hatsod et hatsibi. Bechol malachas oro, all the malacha of its skins. Nehegef pitkoshin, that was made with the tachash, the mishkan and the mishkan, but it ends together with their skins. That was the tachash skins, right? Hamolachon the oro, so that's somebody who sorts it, the oro. Uh, the makako megaris oro, it scrapes off the hair. Mechatkhoi, mechatkhoi, he cuts it nicely and we cut the it into uh, strips, straps with sand on it, and you can be into shoes, that will all be included in the Malacha. Yeah? 
interesting why Rashi says Sandola here, that's not in the Mishnah. Yeah? An application of it, but. Okay. So, can we do those seven? Anyone? So, uh, above the Uriah, now we're going on to the next level, which is the Tarkash. So, what do you do? First, you have to hunt it, you've got to get your deer, whatever, Tarkash, that's the sword. Then, what do you do to it? You obviously, you shaft it. Shaft it. Kill it. Right? Killing flies, and so that's all you do is right shaft it. Then, what do you do? You want the skin. So, you play it, match it. Then, obviously, you want to preserve whatever you do to it, you put the salt. Melbourne. That's Malaya. Number five is, then you have to pan, Ma'abi. Number six, what do you do then with it? Once you've been Ma'abi, let's get rid of any excess hair, Megara, right? Megara is oil. Let's see, what's that known as? Ma'mapik. Now you've got your beautiful skin there, you need to cut it to the right shape, Ma'chapis. Okay? That's the seven. And here we come with the last set of eight. Hakaisif shte otius. Somebody who writes two letters. Because now you're going off to the beams of the Mishkan. How do they know where the beams went? Marked. They have to be marked. So you put an olive on this one, you put an olive on the next one. So you know those two go next to each other. Hakaisif shte otius. Bahamoichik amanos If you made a mistake, you'd have to erase it. But again, erasing is only for a constructive purpose. If you're erasing for the sake of writing, stay out here, you have to tell you the shiru, two letters. Then, these will quite a few in pairs now. Habayna? Well, now you've got, you know, you've got them all paired up, now you've got to put them together. So, Baina, Barthosa. So, this is obviously our last limit. We don't need to tell you that, so we're not telling you the shiru, Baina is even kosher. Hamachabe? The Hamavid. Interesting, no? Hamachabe, the Hamavid. When you expect it to be the other way around, make it fire, then you put it out. Correct? This is all the question, we'll see. It's over the page, we'll, we'll deal with it first, show over the page. Hamachabe, the Hamavid, that's the extinguishing of a fire and making of a fire. Hamakeb, the Patish, the final hammer blow. According to Rashi, what they would do is they would take the hammer on the anvil. Yeah? After, because what would happen is very often the hammer would get a little out of shape. So after a few whacks and hang on the anvil, they wanted to straighten it out. Others disagree, but they prove from, from the that that's not Mark of a Parfish. The Raman learns it's the final hammer. When you complete the clee, they would give it one final hammer blow just to straighten everything out. That's called the Mark of a Parfish. It's already a complete clee. But the kitchen, from whichever shot you take, we learn from there that the final hammer blow, the final thing which sort of gives it the final touch, that's called Makeda Patish. Yeah? Not to be confused, confused with Boina. And then you finally got, you got the Hamutimi Roshus Roshus, that's carrying. Taking out from one Roshus to another, Hare Edu Obis Monotis Avon Kosa Achas. That makes it up to 39 Nabotis. Take a look at Rashi. Kosev Umoichet. The Kamon Mephari Shaita on it will explain. The mind they buy the Mishkan, what was it need in the Mishkan was created in the Mosaic, she came Roshim and Al-Kashi Mishkan, they used to mark on the beams for the Mishkan, later Isa Ben Zuga to know which one goes with which, 
Okay, so it's Oyster Zoo, they've derived the lesson on this one, Oyster Zoo and the same lesson on the other, and Moshe, Kalom, Shetor, and Moshe, Udik, sometimes they made a mistake. Mechaba, Umavir, the Eish, that's in Bayesh, Tafat, Hazud, Shilsam, Monen, where was that in the Mishkan? That was underneath the pot of the, the kettle of the Tafat, Monen. It's the last group of eight, and not all to do with the same thing. Makhe, the Pachish, Shukamar, Komalotha, that's Kamar, Rebbe, Malotha, Shkain, Umen, Makhe, the Kurnas, and Asadon, because the Umen would bang with the hammer on the Angle, whatever you call that, Salvan, the Hachlika to Sweden and Kaab, the Gamalok, the end of the Maloko, Masnis and Namibi, Mikhail, the end of the Gamalok. So it's the mission of any Mikhail, it's the end of the Maloko. Okay, so that's the last eight. Anyone can do the last eight? That one was easy, it's the last eight. Face even Moshe. Most of it's ten. Face even Moshe. Boyna and Faisa, that's the beams. Mechaber and Marvin. Mark of Apartish, and then wait to move Shus to Shus. Yeah? No, any, no, no one's noticed? As stressed as we went. 11, 13, 7, 8. The numbers sound familiar? 7, 13, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 7, 8, 11, It's, it's, it's not my, uh, my, uh, this is, is well known that the, the Malachis parallel 7, 8, 11, 13 of the, of the, uh, of the Tzitzit. Yeah? I think the, again, the way, the way, the way, uh, the way Sankovic explains it in Shir, and Shem will see it at some point, see it, or write it, whatever it is, he'll explain the weaving for it much better than I can, is, um, his idea is what, what we're trying to achieve on Shabbos. Then we bring from it. Their idea is we're trying to detach ourselves from Olamazer, like a hot air balloon. He's got a picture of a hot air balloon on this chart, whatever, and you're cutting all the strings with with uh, with earthly. And so effectively, we're tying ourselves to our shed. That's the six, seven, eight, eleven, thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Is what so I'll leave you with one or two things to think about. We'll just deal with next beginning of next week. Let's just share. Is obviously Machab and Marbu will be the page hopefully. But uh, if you just take a look at the toast, the toast will not give us an answer, but I need you to think about it. Which is for Eitzes Shtei Boti Nidim. Sorech leparish. I need to explain. Lomal Pirish Kam Uva Ole Uva Poteya Uva Tefer Uva Kaitiv Shirat Steimer Bishar. Okay, we said Rashi noted it as well. Some of these we don't give you the shear. Some then we do. Why? Why with Krativ does it, most it tells you stay Osir? Why with Pesea does it give you the Shira? Stay Osir. Perea. One, a few of them, right? Why does it give you the Shira and others not? This does not give us the reason for it. Sorry for Mepharish. I need you, but I'll share over the weekend to be Mepharish there. And, uh, yeah. As Shem comes Sunday, we'll have an off. There's one or two other things to think about, but uh, that will have a good job.